If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? This is Marcus from Black Mary Death Free, and you are checking out our quick cast. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I would like to welcome you to another episode, the first episode of the year of the quick cast. Powered and brought to you by the Black Mary and Death Free podcast, which is a podcast that me and my wife, Shira, do every week. This is the midweek dose of the podcast known as the quick cast where just me me myself and i marcus get to come on and talk about anything i want to talk about from the economy to personal finance to pop culture sports shade room news it could be some of anything but one thing that you're going to get from me consistently is we're gonna it's gonna be clean it's going to be clean. It's going to be fun. It's going to have some swag. It's not super buttoned up, but you could put this on with Big Mama in the background or with the kids in the background or, you know what I mean? You're not going to have to run and turn this down, right? We're going to keep it clean. We're going to keep it funny and informative. So we got a few things to talk about today. One, we're going to be giving... An update on the DJ Envy Caesar Pena real estate Ponzi scheme. We're going to do a little update. We've got some more information there. We're also going to be talking about the stock market and how we can really have a monster year this year if the stock market does three things in particular. We're also going to be talking about how one of the greatest companies in the world is currently having a terrible go at it and exactly what that means. So let's get started, man. Let's 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 get started. The first thing I wanted to touch on was on our last episode, me and Shire talked about the successes and the wins that we had for 2023. And a large part of that success was our consistent contribution uh, some folks call it dollar dollar cost averaging, which always sounds super. It sounds super complex. Like like, well, man, what is what do you, what is that? Dollar cost average. That's just fancy finance talk for like putting money in consistently 
do that at certain points of the month or at certain certain times of the year or whatever what have you whatever you know schedule you have you have a schedule you're consistent in putting this much money in the market and aiming it towards this particular stock so it's not like you put all your money in one thing once a year or one time and you're done right that's not dollar cost averaging it's on the 1st and the 15th I contribute to my 401k and I buy with with my money it buys shares of this and so that's kind of how you do it but anyway the the market did amazing last year right the, the, the year before it wasn't as great and and you know the market always finishes the year it's always interesting how the year will finish well in 2023 it it, it, it smashed and when you zoom out and you look at the well, what drove that right what drove the and I'm speaking specifically about the total stock market if you've been listening to us for any length of time you know that we don't really invest in single stocks I think I invested in Google and Apple a little bit I bought some shares of like QQQ for our, our children but we pour the bulk of our money into total stock market indexes S&P 500 index and ETFs. So I'm speaking of general, the market in general. What drove it last year? What what propped it up? Well, it was the uh, people being optimistic about the future of AI with chat GTP dropping and different things like that. The tech sector in general really propped up the market and made the market look incredible Uh, Nvidia which is the company that does a lot of the chips in all or most of our electronics that we use they're just they're just out of here right and so that really really boosted the market overall and so going into 2024 finishing strong in 2023 the market has an opportunity to post monster gains uh, and it's a three-pronged thing that would a trifecta of things that would need to be realized for that to happen and we're, and we're gonna kind of talk about those now this is a uh, based on the article from Yahoo Finance it says uh, the stock the stock market could see supercharged gains in 2024 the January trifecta materializes. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this thing that we're, we're hoping happens in January. Let's get some history on it. The trifecta refers to three stock, three stock market indicators that all have to flash positive during the month of January. When they do flash, strong stock market gains tend to follow, according to the historical S&P 500 data going back to 1950. So it's important to know the history. Sometimes we use general numbers like, yeah, if you put money, if you buy the S&P 500 and you know, you should get a return of 
to 8% over the course of however many years. And sometimes people are like, well, where you get that number from, man? You just pulled that out of nowhere. Well, no, we use history and we backdate it and we look at what has been the average over the past however many years. So this is a is a big sample size going back to 1950. It says the last time the indicator flashed was the last year when the S&P 500 ultimately delivered an annual return of 24%. Before that, the indicator flashed in 2019, delivering an annual return of 29%. Woo, we lit. So what are these indicators that we need, to, these benchmarks we need to hit? Because we need, we need to get this money up, right? We're going to get this money up in 2024. We're going to contribute we're going to rewind. We're going to pay down debt. We're going to save for an emergency. And then we're going to contribute the overage to the stock market. That's what we're going to do in 2024. All right. So when we do that, what do we need the market to do? Number one, the Santa Claus rally. The S&P 500 needs to post a positive return during the Santa Claus rally, which is a trading window. That includes the last five days of December and the first. Uh, oh, sorry. The last five trading days of December and the first two trading days of January. Stocks are teetering on the edge of flashing this signal. The S&P 500 is down 0.10% since the trading window opened and there's still one full trading day left. Shoot, that was on, let's see. This will be the second trading day because I don't think New Year's Day was a trading day. And this is the third. So I think this is the last day. So we're going to keep an eye on this. It's about 3, 3 p.m. West Coast time. So the market actually might be closed right now. Uh, but let's keep reading. Let's keep reading. So we, we, we don't, that one still remains to be seen. We're going to find out. The first five trading days the, the second thing we need to happen is the first five trading days in january the s p 500 needs to post a positive return during the first five trading days stocks kicked off the first trading day of january with losses uh with the s p 500 falling more than one half percent historically stocks have tended to post strong gains when the first five days of january were positive Hmm. We're gonna take a look at the market here when I when I'm done with this this report because I, I don't, I'm not too optimistic now. I don't know if we had a great great day uh, yesterday or today, but let's see. Let's see. Number three, the January uh, barometer. The S and P 500 needs to post a positive return during the month of January for the trifecta to happen. So we need the first two days, which we're gonna see. We need the first five days to be positive. And then we need the overall month to be positive. That means investors won't know if January trifecta has flashed until the end of the month, obviously. But those, when you look at the chart that I'm looking at, when those things happen, we lit. We lit. Now, I'm looking at a wow, this is a great um, 
great chart here. So I'm looking from 1950, 1951. And every time these things happen, the Santa Claus rally, the first five day rally and the January at large barometer, every time those things happen, it's been a good year in the market. Every time going back to 1951, even last year, we did it, you know, so we're hoping for that again. 2018 and 19 was great. So we're hoping for that again. We're hoping for that again. Something to keep our eye on. And and hopefully we can we can get this money y'all uh going into 2024 so we can hit some of these some of these investment goals that we have. Now, we have to talk about have to talk about Apple. One of the world's biggest companies has kicked off the new year in low gear. Shares of Apple are currently, as of yesterday, at negative 3.58%. And why did that happen? Well, it's said to be due to the weakening iPhone 15 sales and that could be a warning that the sales of the 16 will underperform there also was supposed to be a big rollout with the i um, the Apple watch had some technology that was patented by another company and they had the technology in in the watch the watches were produced the rollout was ready the marketing dollars were ready to to be offloaded and it was supposed to be a smash going into the holiday season and the company that had the patent on the technology said nope y'all not not so fast and they're suing apple and so they had to just kind of do away and scrap that whole rollout. And they believed that that Apple Watch rollout would have been huge to close out the year for, for Apple. So there are some, some things working against Apple. Now, I've heard bad things about the 15. I know people are saying, yo, man, y'all just put out the same phone every year. Y'all take something away change the, the charge port take the headphone jack off the phone add a couple little apps or whatever but y'all are pretty much dropping the same phone every year everybody i know has i mean i know people with that have, could have a iphone 11 10 i got the 2020 se and i'm good you, you see what i'm saying once apple got called to the carpet for throttling their older phones and making them slower and making them malfunction and all this once they got in trouble for that and they stopped doing that people just be like man my phone is cool i don't really need to do nothing else i don't need the new gizmo that y'all put on it and so no i'm not i'm not paying y'all computer and laptop prices for a doggone phone and i think people are starting to kind of understand that now it's not that apple doesn't make amazing amazing products 
their products are so amazing that I don't need to buy a new one every year. That's their problem. See, with Androids and PC and stuff like that, you need to upgrade them things every so often because they just, they're not made as well as Apple product. And Apple product is just made so freaking well. Man, I'm not buying a new phone every two, two seconds. And so I think that is a bigger contributor to their current low shares than we than we care to admit but is it a good time to buy i can't tell you that i'm not a financial advisor i can't advise you on anything uh if i had a couple extra dollars maybe i might grab something if it hit a certain number that i was like okay if it goes under this maybe i'll grab me a few shares i might look into grabbing a few shares for my my kids i don't know i don't know but um yes definitely something to look at definitely something to look at and we have to talk about the dj envy caesar pena ponzi scheme that was kind of the this was the the climax the xenomois the crescendo if you will of the it was the apex of the pandemic black community scheming and scamming right this was like the biggest the super bowl you know what i'm saying to quote uh drake and cole this was the biggest story to that kind of told the story of what has what has been happening in the black finance community since the pandemic got a lot of people that blew up during that rode that wave rode that bubble and a lot of people that created masterminds and classes and 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 all this kind of stuff all these ways these credit uh repair uh, programs and people created all these things as a means to take money from folks knowing that they weren't going to be able to deliver on the products or deliver on the outcomes that they were selling and this you know they and, and, and what was sad is that the scammers were linking with with entertainment platforms to really carry out their messaging and no other story was bigger in 2023 than breakfast club DJ DJ Envy linking with a real estate scammer allegedly we still still under litigation and really just snatching people's money for services that weren't rendered and you know the word on the street is DJ Envy obviously would ha- has some vested interest maybe it was under the table money maybe it was over the table money but he has some interest in this because why would you bring somebody like that on your platform to to get more clients if you're not getting something out of it so last we heard the main culprit which was envy's partner Cesar pina was like arrested and brought in but then released on bail awaiting uh, court and there was some different things that that we were waiting on well we got some updates with dj envy 
because the bankruptcy court that is looking into paying his dealings are requesting information. It says additionally, it says um, the bankruptcy judge's latest order arrives amid the radio host being hit with a new federal lawsuit. The suit alleges that Envy's promotion of Pena's real estate ventures was instrumental in the plaintiff becoming, uh, the plaintiffs rather, becoming investors with Pena. Additionally, the plaintiff's attorneys, Alexander uh, Shalton, I hope I'm saying that right, informed uh, us that he has significant evidence that implicates DJ Envy in painless schemes. Furthermore, the attorney's evidence uh, says, uh, allegedly shows that the radio host profited from his alleged involvement. So now the court that is overseeing paying his bankruptcy wants some paperwork, requesting paperwork from DJ Envy. And if he doesn't pony up with the paperwork, he could face a similar arrest. So, man, this is just sad across the board, man. It's sad. It's sad for the people. Here we go. It says DJ Envy uh, of the Proper Radio Show Breakfast Club could be arrested if he doesn't disclose documents to a bankruptcy trustee in charge of his former business partner, Caesar Pena's companies. So like I was saying, man, this is just sad all across the board because this told the story of many other scam stories. This was just the biggest. But we've been seeing scammers run the circuit, run the financial podcast circuit for the past two to three years, just running up and down everybody's podcast, talking and selling a dream that they knew would never come true to the people who who, who patronize their product, man. And it's just sad. And I'm sad for those people more than anything. Because when you're a people that are looking for looking for a get out of jail free card or they're just desperate, just looking for a quick fix, man, you'll pay just about anything in hopes of getting out of that situation so that's what's unfortunate that's what we're seeing here and like i said this was just one of many this was just the big story of hundreds of other stories of people scamming our community which is extremely unfortunate so like i always say keep your money in your pocket man Keep your money in your pocket. Don't spend no money. Talk about you doing it for the culture. Talk about you trying to support. You know who needs your support? You. Your kids. The people who count on you every day. The your offspring, your legacy. They my kids need my money. And my legacy needs my dollars. And can use my money more than anybody else outside that I can give to. That's not saying you don't have an overflow and, and, and give and support if you can. But many of us 
by the numbers, by the sheer numbers, aren't in a financial position where you can. And it's okay to be honest and say that. Our community, the net worth of our of our households in mass don't show that we have the overage to be given to support. So we need to get become more stingy. I'm going to keep saying that. You need to be stingy. You need to be stingy, period. And not stingy just for the sake of being stingy, but be stingy so that you can put yourself and your family in the best situation possible. Then once you've taken the oxygen, you can then pass the oxygen to your pew partner or your the person sitting next to you. And now you can assist them because now you have the proper oxygen you need. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed this quick cast. If you did, we need y'all to do us a huge favor going into 2024. We got we, 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 we going to be preaching this. We need y'all to leave a five star review. If you have not, if you have listened to this podcast more than once and you've never left a five star review on Apple podcast, we desperately need you to do that because that makes us more visible to people who may never come across our platform. This will make the algorithm uh, put us on more phones, on more devices. If you can do us a huge favor, just leave us a five star review. Say, I like the podcast. You could just say, hey, you could just say you could put an emoji. But as long as it's a five star review, you would have helped us tremendously. We're going to be doing some really incredible things for you all this year. I can't really say it without Shire being on. I have to get the okay from her, but we've been talking. We created a platform that we were going to sell for a, it was a high ticket item we were going to present. We're, we're probably going to be giving that item away, but you have to stay tapped in. You have to stay locked in with us here. We have some incredible things coming this year, so you don't want to miss it. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.